podcast listener, welcome to the Living Better Podcast, where you will get to hear stories, secrets, strategies, and tips to help you lose weight, get strong, and feel amazing. For more information about the Living Better Podcast, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. Welcome back to the Living Better Podcast. I am Coach Jay. Hi, this is Coach Mike. So, uh, Coach Mike, this is your first time on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it a bunch, but this is the first time actually on it. Yeah, so... Um, it occurred to me, we've been recording this podcast for a little while, that Mike has been around the gym since we started and before. I've known Mike for more than 20 years, and we don't, we don't actually know that much about him. Right? I know a lot about him, but, uh, but maybe you don't know too much about him. So I figured we'd get on, interview Mike, and find out a little more about him so that you guys have some context and you wonder why there's this guy kind of running behind the scenes doing all the work. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I'm going to ask Mike a whole bunch of questions about himself. Uh, so Mike, you just want to give like a quick introduction of who are you? What do you do here? Um, that kind of thing. Hi, so this is Mike. I am co-owner of CrossFit Hale. Um, and I spent a lot of time kind of like Jay said, behind the scenes, you, some of you have probably taken some of my classes, but essentially I coach a few classes, but mostly behind the scenes, kind of making sure that our programs are running smoothly, helping out with implementation of new stuff, um, putting on events and things like that. Right. Right. So, uh, Mike is like, Mike is like the guy that we go to when we need something organized when we need someone to sort of think through. And also the guy we go to when we have some crazy idea and we need someone to say, Hey, maybe we should consider this. <laughs> right. That's, that's one thing he always says, have you considered this? Um, so before you were here, you used to work for a bank. Yep. Right. So you, you kind of had more of a corporate professional life. So tell, yeah. tell me a little more about that. So I spent oh, almost 20 years, like 18 years at a, a asset management firm. Yep. Um, I started out, you know, way back in my early career, managing development teams, doing website builds, um, ended up uh, in their data quality team. So did a lot of data analysis and managing teams to kind of uh, data mind, essentially. Right. Um, so it's very much a desk job um, with a lot of travel um, initially and just very sedentary. <laughs> Yeah, you're doing a lot of like technical work, basically, yeah. like uh, some programming, and then you were managing programmers for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, and you were before that you were were you a consultant? I can't remember. Uh, so I started out like right out of college. I worked for a management consultant firm, Price Waterhouse, um, and then then I moved to a startup that was doing consulting work in the web design phase, right. um, and then that's how I kind of got into Black the the company that I was in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Well, that you're, you're well, I was actually, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you went to college here at UC Berkeley. Yep. Right. Uh, so you're, you know, that's how we met. Actually, yeah. You, you live next door to me in the dorms back when we were. Yeah. Well, when we... <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, what was funny, actually, so we've, you... yeah, we've known each other longer than we haven't known each other now. Yeah, yeah. That's we're, crazy. We're... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the so what was funny though is, um, you know, UC Berkeley. You know, we live near Berkeley, so a lot of listeners will know like what it's like. Everyone there is super smart, yeah, like, really, really smart, and you know, have were high achievers at their at their school, and you were no exception, right? right. I mean, you you were uh, you were a really high achiever at your previous school, yeah. And you had actually um, you had actually uh, considered going to like Ivy League school, yeah, right? Why why didn't you do that? Um, part of it, like my um. I wanted to kind of come out here. It was nice weather and I loved it out here. And I actually had never been out here, but I've just heard that it like California was a place to be. Yeah. Um, my dad 
uh, went to Yale and I went and talked to some of the folks there. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, but it was, um, you know, Cal had a very good computer science degree program. And so it was pretty much like of all the schools, they had the best program right. that I got into. So I decided to come out here yes. with two suitcases. That's kind of all I came with. Yeah. Two suitcases <laughs> along like Bruce Lee style. Yeah. Yeah. I still have that photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like everyone was really high achievers and a lot of them were like really socially awkward. Uh, and I personally didn't feel like I fit in very well. And then I met Mike and he was like super high achieving guy but he was also like, I could have a conversation with you. And, uh, and you know, you would, you would, you would do things that some of the other folks wouldn't do. Like you had wine coolers and your, yeah. <laughs> and your, and your thing and all that kind of stuff, like stuff that is not typical of, you know, the engineering student at Berkeley. Yeah. You saw like two kinds of people there. They were either like way overachieving and just like studied all the time or people that had never done any partying before and just went off the deep end that side. There's yeah. like very few people kind of in the middle that could kind of do a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, exactly. so, so we got along because, yeah. you know, you kind of towed that line and I was also the same yeah. uh, going through that. Um, so interestingly, as you started to get to the end of college, you started a company uh, helping people with computer problems. Yeah. Right. What was yeah. that called? Mike Lee Computer Solutions. <laughs> MLCS. MLCS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You used to used to basically go around to people's houses and help them fix. Their yeah, computers. it was people at at the university. So I was um one of my like job part time jobs on campus was I worked for one, a department in their IT department and I would like go around and help people set up their computers as part of the department work. And then all these people were like, oh yeah, I need help on my home computer. So it kind of just started from there. Like people started asking me. They came to me saying. Hey, can you help me? Yeah. I was like, oh, well, uh, I should just make a business of this and see who else needs help. And so a lot, of, a lot of the business was just kind of word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, this was back in college where I didn't really know anything about marketing or sales. And so a lot of it was just people, it was more like people asking me to help instead of me going out and saying, Hey, I can provide this. I mean, thinking back about it, like I probably could have made it much bigger knowing what I know now about business. But yeah, it was, was, you know, it was a cool, like, you know, trial of stuff. You know, the reason I bring that up is because I think you never stopped doing that. Yeah. Right. It's not that you're always help. It's not that you always help them with computer issues, although you do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's like you always just been that person that is there and willing to help in any yeah. sort of way. And, you know, your ability to kind of figure stuff out is really what people look to. It's like you might not know a lot about the thing, but yeah. you can sort of look at it and figure it out. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that's that's kind of what led you here. Yeah. Right. So uh, I guess it was, you know, eight eight or nine months ago, I don't remember when you stopped doing the, the uh, corporate job. Yeah. Right. And, um, and I had been talking to you for more than a year, probably two, three years before yeah. that saying, Hey, you know, if you ever decide not to do it, yeah. come on over here. Um, and you finally decided to do it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so Mike, you know, now co-owner of the gym yep. and that kind of leads me to my next question is like, what is your sort of athletic background? What did you do kind of, you know, did you play sports as a kid? That kind of thing. So I came from a very typical Chinese Asian family where sports weren't really a big thing. It was all about academics and um, extracurricular, but my parents were always big on like being healthy. So, um, you know, growing up, uh, I swam, I played tennis, um, and those are the two things that I did in high school as well. Um, I played some soccer in high school as well, but like I was on the tennis team in high school. I was on the swim team in high school. 
And um, I didn't have a car, so I was either bumming rides or I was riding my bike everywhere. Right. So one of the stories I tell people is that I actually rode my bike to driver's ed. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the only one that would roll up on my bike and lock it at the, on the fence and then walk to class. <laughs> and it was literally like five miles out of town because it was like right. out in the middle of nowhere where they had a driving course. And so yeah. like I would ride my bike there. <laughs> so I got a lot of car. I, I built up a lot of like capa- cardio capacity in high school playing tennis and like, you know, swimming and then riding my bike everywhere. Right. So that's kind of what. I'm still kind of good at now. Did you, did you tell me at some point, like you played the tuba or something? You used to play the violin. Violin. Okay. So I played the violin, and um, uh, I would go to like sometimes I'd have to ride my bike to to orchestra. So right. like I just with, with the violin. Yeah, so I'd like strap it on my back and go. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I did the same thing. I used to yeah. ride my bike everywhere. And yeah. Until I got a you know junker car and right. I was able to drive that around. Um, yeah, and so like actually one of the things we bonded over at the beginning was we used to play basketball yeah right and so it was like we go out to the you know the rec center or whatever yeah. and play basketball we work out sometimes we yeah didn't yeah know that much what, what we were doing no no but it was always something like i wish i'd started that earlier like you know all the young people that I talk to now i'm like should have started weight training or strength training a lot earlier because it's so much easier when you're young yeah. and, it, and that's the one thing that takes a long time to build yeah yeah exactly so so background of playing a few different sports you know just being yeah. sort of generally active uh then you know went to college did a few more sports played played some basketball yep um then you started working yeah right and so what happened to your athletics then did you still do stuff or you- um it was there's nothing formal there was nothing organized uh for a long time it was just kind of occasionally we'd go play some basketball or do something like remotely physical but like it was mostly like work um i was like you know towards the end of my career at at the company i i was pretty much like i i I was maxed on a vacation every year because i would accrue so much that i couldn't take it all and i'd already like like the first probably four or five years i took like a week total vacation during that time because i just i just worked all the time and like um you know it was 60 70 hours a week easy um and then like it didn't really occur to me to take vacations because it was like you know you're in college and you don't really take vacations there either so it was just a foreign concept and i didn't really see my parents take vacations that much as well growing up so i was just like ah so i just like worked a lot um and i got ahead really quickly which was you know from a career point of view worked out really well it just physically you know i started putting on the pounds the thing that it never occurred to me was that i was always like a skinny guy like i was always like smaller like when i first came to cal i think i was like 135 yeah yeah um i was like 5 10 135 so i was pretty skinny like i never had a weight problem yeah or like and i never so it never occurred to me that i could actually put on a lot of pounds right and so it kind of just happened over the course of probably like 10 years i guess yeah, yeah. you know just You're, slowly like just not yeah. working out much at all and just going out to happy hours all the time yeah i mean and, and i don't know you and i did like we i think we did back in the day body for life for a while and that that yeah. would that helped but then like you know then you just stop doing it for a while and there's yeah. no structure because then then you just kind of go off the rails again and then you know it never felt like i was off the rails i just didn't know i was ever never on yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, in a yeah, sense yeah. yeah so um it's sort of that that period i mean i went through the same thing it's like you kind of you know, you're in your twenties and you're just like, you think you're a teenager. Yeah. You just don't think about like, you know, you just work, work your ass off basically. Yeah. Right. And then then you, you look up one day and you, you know, are like completely out of shape. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So you, so you basically put on a bunch of weight. Yeah. So I, so I think over the course of those 10 years, I probably averaged, I would say now that I do the math, probably like five pounds a year. Right. Um, so like, I think, um, at the height of it, I was probably, like one, almost 190. 
Right. Um, yeah. Right. So, which is for you, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any pictures of that? I think I have a couple. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to dig up pictures of that for the, yeah. for the show notes. <laughs> right. Because I remember you were like, you know, like puffy. Yeah. Yeah. It does yeah. puffy. Yeah. yeah. I like a lot. Different. Like if I, if you saw before and after, like a photo of me then just my face you could be like wait that's the same guy yeah so. we should also get a picture of your bruce lee haircut too. <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah um i think so, i still have that id <laughs> so so you got up to about 190 or so yeah just right? about yeah. and then you got to a point where you're just like i gotta do something about this. yeah interestingly it wasn't that much of a concern for me i don't know i don't know it's just like my focus always work um yeah. but uh um you know my wonderful wife now she actually we uh We'd just gotten married and she start she found this other gym right right around here yeah. um that um did boot camp classes. And so she started doing it and she did it for a couple of months and she's like, Oh, Mike would totally love this. Yeah. You know, she just said, Hey, just go try it out. Just see if you like it. And so like she knew that I had like this she knew that I had like an inherent competitive nature. Yeah. I wasn't overtly competitive about stuff, but I knew she knew that I kind of had that in me. And so like I got there and just the way they structured the classes just kind of made you want to push yourself. Um yeah. and then just kind of that's kind of the start of my like new athletic kind of career in a sense, right. Uh, endeavor. Right. 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 And so you started, yeah, you started, uh, because your wife like would do like half marathons and things like that. Yeah. You started like, you started like running a little bit. I would do a little bit of stuff with her. And I just yeah. like, I was never really into running. Yeah. I'm actually decent at it just because of my background, but like, I would like, it's just kind of boring to run for a long time. It, you know, it's yeah, just that's not, for you. not for me. Um, yeah. and so like, even then, like, um, it was uh, just doing the same thing over and over. It just wasn't that appealing. Right. Um, so that was the first time I'd ever done any sort of like boot camp type class where it was like different movements all the time. Yeah. And so that I kind of got into that. I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of fun. And then there's like this uh, competitive nature of like trying to get better at least with, at your, with what you're doing. And then once you just get better, then you're like, then you start comparing yourself to others and you're like, okay, yeah, I can, yeah. you know, I want to do what that guy can do. And so you're like pushing yourself to do that. Um, right. And then it became the self reinforcing thing where, I could tell that if I didn't eat well, the workout would feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I would want to eat well. Yeah. Eat better the days before I went to work out. So it just kind of turned into this thing where like I would try and eat better and also work out more. And then I got into some of their um, other specialty courses and started doing some, try to do some competitions like powerlifting. And you just kind of started dabbling in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Just to keep it interesting. Yeah. And uh, I remember. Because I, I think at that point I had moved to London. Yeah. And I think I remember coming back and I was like, wow, dude, you look You're like, completely different. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had, you had kind of like transformed. You became the skinny guy again. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because, yeah. you, you know, you were doing just like kind of a lot of cardio. Yeah. It was a lot of, um, it was, yeah, it was mostly like cardio type stuff in the beginning. Um, yeah. And so, and be between that and cleaning up the diet or just like cutting down like the, some of the, a lot of the drinking and cutting down some of the um, stuff, um, just the calorie intake, it just, yeah, the pounds were, would drop. And I, I need, I'm fortunate enough to have a high metabolism. Yeah. So it's, it's good and bad in some ways, depending on what you're trying to get to, but like yeah. the weight will come off pretty easily on me yeah. if I actually just do the work. Yeah, um, yeah, which is nice. So you found a routine. Well, you know, I, I think you, I think you don't give yourself enough credit. It's not metabolism. Right. You're actually very consistent about yeah. about how you train and how you eat. Yeah. It's it's not it's not like yeah you you may have a higher metabolism but you yeah. also eat really well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's one of those. I think my my body once it gets into that state it's like, it's very efficient, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Compared to potentially other folks where it's like, you, you're constantly trying to have to force yourself to, to change things so that your mm -hmm. body will like, 
will adapt. Right. So you so you lost this weight and partially it was the the training, but partially it was you changed how you ate and you started yep. eating. Like how did you how did you change that? Um, a lot of it was trying to just eat healthy, like before workouts, the days before, and so like at that time I was training three maybe four times a week um initially and so that was at least three or four days where i would like eat well the day before what does um, that mean eat well? um so like like minimize like no drinking or like if at most a drink right and so like happy like so like happy hours would be like friday only potentially right, right? right. or so or maybe happy hours. yeah happy, like so friday like it wouldn't be like during the week happy hour I'd be like okay if we're gonna go for a drink it'll be friday it's not gonna be like tuesday or wednesday right yeah, yeah, it's gotta yeah. be a friday um try and minimize those to like one a week at most yeah. um you know and then if i want to have like sweets or treats like that like have those on the weekend right you know just kind of make it make it so like i have i know i'm not depriving myself yeah. but i'm still like trying to eat pretty well during the week so, so during the week you're eating like mostly you know, like um, vegetables yeah mostly vegetables. and vegetables like at that point i wasn't i hadn't changed what i ate in yeah. terms of like like you know what i do now yeah. specifically like now i'm kind of more like more of a paleo type diet but like back then it was more just cutting down on like you know junk food or like don't have pizza all the time you know like right, right. like no pizza except on the weekends i mean like yeah. just stuff that you know is bad like you can just forget like what kind of diet you're on like food yeah, yeah. you're eating like <laughs> just like you know it's bad so like you're not gonna have it till the weekend right, right? right so right. generally eat like cooked food and like stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. um and so like, eating that um kind of just helped yeah I, you know i would say and you 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 do tend to kind of minimize the things here but like i would say that you're one of the more consistent people that i've ever met mm -hmm. and that's not just with nutrition or you know exercise but with everything yeah right it's like you do your weekly cook every week yeah right unless you're on vacation or something like that you do it every week you without fail yeah and so it's like it's more than just like you know genetic <laughs> it's yeah. like you put in effort and you put in the effort in the in the right ways yeah right yeah yeah so uh so you lost bunch of weight then you get to the point where like you're almost too skinny again like you got yeah. down to like 140 or something right yeah like when i was doing that i got i got down to like really low like 145 or so so like yeah. 10 pounds over my like high school senior high school weight um yeah. and what i so it was interesting at the old other play old gym um we'd have these competitions like it was like fun competitions like monday night to be like everyone you know you get in teams and you throw down and it's like yeah. just random obstacle stuff that you would they would come up with and i would always suck at the strength stuff yeah so like anything that was fast that had to do with like body weight stuff i would crush it and like i would like pull my team ahead yeah. but anything related to like throwing a med ball as far as you could or like you know dragging something really heavy like i'd always like pull a team down because like yeah. i just couldn't do it I, I just wasn't strong enough yeah. um yeah. and so i started there even there they had um they had like a strength class yeah. and so i started doing that and that's how i got into the powerlifting yeah. um and um, they also were like really building kettlebells and so i got into that to kind of help yeah, um yeah. build the muscle and so as i started doing that um i started eating a little bit more to just kind of build uh, build some muscle and that that, that was helping yeah so, you know, taking that idea of being sort of the, the skinny guy again and yeah. putting on weight is actually much harder. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So what did you have to do um, so, in terms of your diet? To so interestingly, like I was doing the powerlifting and, you know, I was talking to the guys there and they're like, yeah, the biggest thing like is eating. Yeah. I mean, with anything fitness wise, body comp wise, it's all about eating. So if you want to get stronger, you got to eat a ton, yeah. especially if with my body type where um, you know, it's once my metabolism is going, it kind of burns a lot, you know, yeah. naturally. And so I had to uh, basically like 
for a while I was tracking like in my fitness pal. I actually did that for probably a month um, just to see what I was doing. And I would just basically, I went on the internet, figured out how many calories should I eat if I want to gain weight and basically figured out that I need something around 3000 calories. Um, And that's probably after I take into account my body, um, the the calories burnt during a workout. And so at that, um, I would wear like a, a watch that would like, a heart rate monitor, basically old school one where like, yeah. you know, you had the, the strap around your, your chest yeah. and then like you would measure your heart rate and it would kind of calculate how many calories you burn during a workout. So right. it would take that and then I would add 3000 to it and try and get that many calories in a day. Right. And it was really hard to eat like non, like eat clean essentially. Yeah, right. So yeah, like yeah. you can get to that many calories if you eat a bunch of donuts, but like yeah, that's yeah. not going to help your, your strength gain. So, right. um, it was actually a bit, it was kind of challenging to do it, do it like that for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, I did that. I did, I tracked that for, for like four or five weeks just to kind of know what I needed to do. And then I would just continue to doing it, um, for a while. Yeah. And then I just, um, you know, and then basically what happened was we had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and so then like the eating, just I just like, yeah, everything goes out the window. I mean, I, I still, the, the, the kind of eating clean was still there, yeah. but it was just hard to, it was like getting the extra calories and like doing a lot of that training was just not a priority. Yeah. So you have two kids and just, yeah. just side note here, this is the thing when you have kids and you make these big changes, you kind of have to forgive yourself for not, for not doing everything that you need to do yeah. to, to, to your goals. Cause it just becomes a different priority. Yeah. Right. So, um, so, you know, what's interesting is kind of fast forward to, you know, when, when we started here, mm-hmm. like, you know, you had, you had kind of gone up and down, but you're still relatively skinny and yeah. we were talking and it was just like, Hey dude, you need to start eating more and yeah. start focusing on like making sure that you're improving the weight because yeah. you know, you're going to outrun everyone, Yeah. but you can improve the amount of weight that you put on the bar yeah. if you're focusing on that. Eating. Yeah. So it's been kind of a long, slow journey and you're now up to what, about one 155, 160, something like, like that. Like, like, right, like way earlier, there was like low 160, like 161, 162, something right. like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, this is the thing like, at 160, right, you are, uh, you're lifting like not quite as much as some of the bigger guys, but like, you're able to keep pace on the weight stuff now. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the things that was the biggest thing is I actually had like okay technique. It wasn't great at all. I mean, it was like, better than beginner technique coming in because I had done some of the ollie lifting and some of the power lifting before. Yeah. Um, but like just my strength wasn't there. So like, um, like for the, for the first whole first year, like I, the only thing I was like, could maybe do RX was going to be things where it was like a light on a lightweight on the barbell. Like yeah. I couldn't do any pretty much like the first year here, I wasn't doing any RX workouts unless it was like pull-ups and wall balls, <laughs> right, right. right. Or and just rowing. Right. Um, yeah. anything barbell related is generally not RX. And so, um, one of the things I remember you told me was like, Hey, like if you want to get moved to the next level, you just got to start doing those weights. And so I would just force myself to go RX, even though, you know, if I can knew, if I knew I could do one rep, yeah. then I would just do RX yeah. and yeah. just struggle through and just take longer. But that as, would, as long as your technique. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like, I would just kind of work on that and just kind of focus on that. So it's been a long journey. I would say that like about 95% of the workouts, probably even more than that. Now I can generally do RX. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, there's a couple that still come up where like, okay, that's like close to my one rep or over my one rep. So I'm not going to be able to do it. But generally, like most of the time I'm doing RX workouts yeah. now. Yeah. I, yeah. I've, I've been amazed at just the amount of weight that you're able to right. lift now. Just, and it's not just in a workout. I mean, you're always going to be fast in those, but just yeah. like, you know, on the strength portions of the, of the thing. And, you know, considering you're only 161 pounds, 
if you're able to lift as much as a guy who weighs 200 pounds, like that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, I think again, that kind of points to the consistency, you know, and, and so, so if we kind of fast forward to now, what is your current fitness goal? Um, really just, um, to get stronger. Like I, I have some like lifts that I want to get to, like my back squats, like only 250. I want to get that to three. Yeah. Um, you know, my deadlift is, I want to get that to four. So there's some strength things because I think I know that those will translate to me being even faster yeah. at, um, at, at the workouts, um, yeah. essentially, right? Like, yeah. you know, if your deadlift's 400, then cycling 225 on a deadlift is not going to be as big of a deal. Right, right. Um, whereas now it's like, I can do it, but like it burns me out quick. Right. So I want to build more baseline strength to help on these other things. Right. Um, okay. Like, like Olympic lifting, there's definitely stuff that I want to do there. Like, you know, I want to get, uh, I want to snatch my body weight. Right. right. And things right. like that. And then move on from there. So right. just really generally getting better. Essentially like CrossFit's kind of a sport in a yeah. sense, right? Like it really is a sport in, in like, in, in terms of depending, depending on, on yeah, depending on where you are, but like the, you know, it's, it's, the marketed it's marketed in the in the like on tv is it's basically a sport that people do on tv as well yeah, yeah. right i mean yeah. and, and you don't have to do it you don't have to treat it like a sport yeah. but it has a lot of the components of a sport right yeah, it has yeah. measurable it has things that you can measure it has baselines it has standards it has things that you can judge and so yeah, yeah. you know if you nerd out on that like i do like you can turn it into a sport that you're continually trying to improve on yeah 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 um, the nice thing about this sport is that there's like 25 30 different things that you're always needing to improve on yeah, yeah. <laughs> right that you can always always improve on that one thing like hey you might be good at pull-ups but you could always be better because yeah. this workout just crushed you right, right so right. um that's the, probably the biggest thing for me in in terms of crossfit itself yeah. the reason i've stuck around aside from the people is like it's just i never get bored yeah you, you with it this, yeah you're getting better okay so we're just about out of time yeah i'm gonna ask you one last question yeah. so if, if you could give me just one tip for someone that's listening, right? Maybe it's somebody who is skinny that wants to lose weight, or yep. sorry, skinny that wants to gain weight, or someone that's you know gained some weight and wants to lose weight. So, what's no, one tip, like your best tip that you can give to an uh, athlete? One tip. There's so many things I want to say, but um, the one tip is you've alluded to it several times is consistency, right? So, the biggest thing is um, I, I find like find something that's going to work for you. So, like if you want to gain weight, find, figure out what you need to do to gain weight yep. and put in something a consistent process that will enable you to do that, that you don't have to think about because it just becomes a habit automatic. Right. Um, and the more you do that, the more, the less likely you're going to fall off the, the, tr the rails, right? Because you're going to have the consistency in your life. It's going to feel weird to not do it. Yeah. Um, so that when you go off on vacation and you don't do it for a while, that's fine. But then you're like, when you get back, you're like, you can't wait to kind of get back on it. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of the fitness things I've done, like I just kind of build that habit in like, I, you know, pull-ups like you know i did this thing where i did pull-ups every day yeah, and like yeah. if i miss a day it felt kind of weird and yeah. so now i'm much better at pull-ups but yeah. it's like building that consistency and figuring out a way to make yourself just do it for a while till it becomes a habit like really makes a difference in, in anything like this because awesome. it's like something you can stick to awesome great this has been great mike great thanks a lot uh, yeah. so you know if you have any more questions for mike send them in and uh we'll maybe do a round two awesome all right thank you thanks okay bye Thank you for listening to the Living Better Podcast. For more info or notes about the show, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. See you next time.